Daphne Dumore here to talk to us about totally awesome gag me with a spoon. Um, you sound we're, so enthusiastic. We're, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm struggling to remember the title. I want to say I want to say I want to say when he says gag me with a spoon. I want to say where's the beef? Too bad, press. Um, Frankie says relax. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I can add more. Like it's, right. We still have a few days. I can add more to the title. Dude, That's please do. The original Lego maniac. Daphne, do more. Daphne, thank you for joining us. It is beyond my pleasure. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, dude, we're happy to have you. Never never been on the show before. No? I'm, I'm trying not to be offended. Um, why? Well, I don't know why ridiculous. you're trying not to be. Yeah. I think you just should be offended. In oh, all damn, honesty. I, wow. All right. Well, I've lost all credibility here. Adam, <laughs> I'm offended by myself, so I don't know if I can carry on. I'm all sure. right. My name is Black Adam. <laughs> All right, so the black stands for bleak. Mm. All right, so I like that. That's my (laughs) bleak Adam. Yeah, that's the future of me, by the way. All right, so (laughs) tell our listeners who might not be familiar with Daffy Dumore and their work. Tell us about you. So um, I am a burlesque performer in Boston. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been performing now, going on. This is my third year of performing. Um, I'm not part of a troupe. I'm an individual performer, so I usually the lone wolf. Yeah, let's go with that. More of like, um, like a free agent, like rhinestoning crazy glue and trying not to get high on the train as you're way <laughs> making your way to gigs. Um, that's more what's the glamorous, sure, the glamorous yeah. life of burlesque. Mm-hmm. Um, I pretty much my style is very much about empowerment and also being able to make fun of myself and be vulnerable. Um, I got into burlesque after seeing um, a lot of sassafras and Jane Doe were gorgeous bigger women performing mm-hmm. and i had gotten out of a bad relationship and i was feeling down about myself and i saw these like big beautiful women and one of like uh, sassafras like had a vibrator in her hand she's like i'm gonna f- <laughs> have sex with myself and i was like oh. yes yes this is what yes. i want to, i want to be a part of this I, I, I feel, i'm guessing this was a family show yes of course yeah okay, yeah. yeah there's a daycare center <laughs> um and after seeing that i was like i want people to feel that so i very much I have no problem making fun of myself. I have no problem being vulnerable. More than anything, I want people to feel good about themselves when I perform. All right. I've seen some of your shows, too. You mm-hmm. tend to do a lot of material that um, it, it some of it's like deeply emotional. Yes. Uh, but it all comes from, I'm guessing, uh, like places from um, your own like experience. Definitely. So last night for the United Colors of Burlesque, mm-hmm. um, I performed a piece to uh, Todrick Hall's type. Um, which is a song just about it's one of the lines is like um it's well a lot the whole song's about how you're always choosing someone who you know is bad for you that you know is not going to treat you right in the way you deserve um and i definitely have been in that i went through a period of time where i purposely in hindsight at the time i didn't think so but in hindsight i realized i purposely got in relationships where i knew i wasn't going to be treated the way i deserved sure because that's what i thought i deserved at the time Mm -hmm. and so that's the stuff you only learn in hindsight as well. oh yeah definitely in the moment you do not realize that's universal as well you Mm -hmm. know i mean that's i think why you're it connects with people yeah and that's what i hope because it's something that i kind of hope that if i put myself out there I'm only putting myself out there for maybe three minutes, but mm-hmm. if I can affect even one person's life by just right. like burying myself for three minutes, it's worth it. Yeah, it's I mean, powerful. I would only be able to put myself out there as well with the self-deprecating humor as which you do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like that self-consciousness that that comes with performing and everything like that. You got to kind of poke fun of yourself oh, like definitely. that to enjoy it, and, and, yeah. and that's how I I feel. So it's just it is empowering. Yes, definitely. I mean, I'm entirely super. 
Super cereal. <laughs> cereal. Which anybody who's listened to the show obviously knows. Super cereal. No, but you're seizing the moment, though. You know, it's mm-hmm. more than ever they're addressing issues. Oh, like that, definitely. Personal issues. And so, oh. what is your first experience moment, so. on stage like with with that? Uh, so, wow, you're taking me back. Mm-hmm. My. <laughs> Oh God, I freaking love Wayne's World. Um, so I, so the thing is, from where I started off and where I am now is very drastic. Two huh. years of performing, you really you learn more about yourself. Like I, like almost finished with graduate school. And I got like a full time job. I'm still. I've been in this state for going on six years now. Um, so when I started off, I planned on being just like geeky. Mm-hmm. And so I have an act I'm actually reprising uh, next month oh, um, called uh, Nerd Rage, which is all about because I am a pencil and paper gamer. Mm-hmm. And I just love this idea that everyone, for some reason, thinks that like pencil and paper games are like nothing but like teenage boys, like in their basement. Right. And like the game, some of the games I played, there's just like a bunch of girls in corsets <laughs> like, <laughs> talking about things they wanted to do to boys. Is, there is a stigma around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say, though, ironically. When I was a teenage boy in my basement playing these games, I would have liked nothing better than to stumble across some women in corsets enjoying the same. <laughs> no, to say that, but or being confused as one. Yeah. <laughs> I think you would be beautiful in a corset, in all honesty. Oh, no. Sh- sh- ain't no shame in this. <laughs> no, none. Work, work, work went in this thing. You would think that's true. So, my undergrad, I was in the Gamers Club, mm-hmm. and I had just started getting into steel corsetry. So I, there was a few of Wait, my, sorry, you said steel corsetry, corsetry. Okay. Yeah. So steel boned corsets mm-hmm. and I got my first one and I was so excited and there's a, going to be a game like in the same dorm uh, on the first floor. I went down there and there was like three guys and like two of my female friends and like the guys just stared and then just turned away. Yeah. I don't know. I missed that course <laughs> when I was in college. I and I was just like, I'm... guys, look at my corset. And they're just like, it's great. <laughs> just looking away at the ceiling. Right. And I'm like, and the thing is though, that's when I realized like, oh, teasing nerdy boys is fun. Is fun. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Fun. Planted the seat a little bit. Sure. Face is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> oh, where, just... where was this? Cause I just know you rolled up on some bros. <laughs> and it's like it's like hey hey what's your name it's like my, i'm up here i know and that's Still. when you beat them with a tit there you go yeah. <laughs> yes people learn to shut up real quick when what? they realize that these are not just for show they are weapons these are weapons, weapons of choice yes all right they are so yeah come from because most people like you know you're putting yourself out there you're most people think that's a vulnerable position definitely and some acts can be vulnerable right. for me the empowerment is in the fact that i'm designing everything myself right i'm deciding what i'm gonna wear i'm deciding what moves i'm gonna do and you're choosing to be out there yes i am way. choosing it this is not something anyone's forcing me to do burlesque is all about consent correct so i am choosing where i'm gonna perform who i'm performing with if i'm gonna allow audience members to touch me or not mm. like this is all under my power right i've even had it like I've seen performers have acts where they really like they mime getting naked too, which right. is amazing. I never thought mime burlesque would be wonderful <laughs> until I saw it in action. I'm just hearing it for the first time and it sounds hilarious. <laughs> right, right. But the thing is, it's very empowering because I don't fit like the normal American standards of beauty. I'm not skinny. I don't have like long flowing hair. This that I have on my head, mm-hmm. I'm wearing a wig for those who are listening, is like tw- was 25 bucks. It was on sale. Mm-hmm. That's why it's on my head because I don't have money. <laughs> um, and I got to just, I'm able to, in that moment, for however long the song is, I'm able to project whoever I want to be despite 
who right. society will say I am when I leave the doors. Yeah. In that moment, people have come to see me. They've come to see Daphne. They've come to see whatever I bring and they are receptive and willing. Whereas when I leave out the door, I don't have that experience. Not everyone's receptive or willing to like have conversations with me or talk about like gender norms and relationships, things like that. But in that moment, within a three minute piece, I can make people really question like their psychology and their like relationship struggles. You have their attention. Yep. And it's ra very rare where you actually have people's attention. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. All right, so then tell us about these shows All right, um, that you're putting on. So, Totally Awesome, Gag Me With a Spoon, 80s Burlesque Show, which is going to be this Saturday, July 28th, at Midway Cafe. Uh, <laughs> I need to see the address. All right, Midway yes. Cafe. It's at 3496 Washington Street in Jamaica Plains. Um, you can buy tickets online at www.midwaycafe, M-I-D-W-A-Y-C-A-F-E.com. Um, or you can pay at the door. So this show... I actually am kind of dedicating to my mom um, because I was that kid growing up. My mom was in elementary, was the after school music teacher. So I grew up with all kinds of music. There would be Whitney Houston on like one song and then it'd be Ozzy Osbourne next. Yeah, nice. Then like Frank Sinatra, yeah, like it's everything. That's a full education. Yes. <laughs> Very much yeah. so. And the 80s though was the one like period of time of music that like me and my mom agreed on everything. You know, that's really weird because I think that's, from my experience, the most uh, judged period of music. Oh, definitely. Where it's like, you know, the 80s sucked. And it's like, yeah, Michael Jackson, Prince, the Pixies, they all sucked, right? Yeah. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? They were just awful bands, you know what I mean? Which are all 80s groups. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just yeah. like. Uh, well, uh, he's kidding, y'all. I, <laughs> I am I kidding, like, of course. That's all I'm saying. Sarcastically, like, yes. The people that say the 80s are awful, like, those are people in the 80s. Yes. Or are born and bred in the 80s. So if you say the 80s sucked, like, just shut your mouth. The yeah, thing is, every the time comment, period the sucks. Common, the common consensus about the 80s was this, was that one point in American history where the world, like the U.S. was changing and there was like that one point you can pinpoint it and track it. Oh, definitely. And the music, trash, everything. Of course. Yeah. I mean, don't with, get me wrong. With every time period, time. there's with something. Every time period. There's Absolutely. always something. So. So, but the 80s is super formative. I'm glad you picked it because I love the 80s. Yeah, 80s also too is something that even if you're a millennial, like there's some fondness yeah, with it. Exactly. And the thing is, one thing that I think people forget about being in the present, we can pick and choose what we want to remember of the past. We have that privilege to be able to like say this 10 years time span. I'm only going to focus on like these two things and just <laughs> we're going to ignore everything else that happens. So at my 80s show. Um, all of the acts are either two 80 songs or an 80 style. Mm. Nice. Um, it's just kind of a celebration because right now I don't care about your political beliefs in any way, shape or form. I think you have every right to believe whatever you want to believe, but it's very hard to say that we're not troubled right now. It's very hard to say that we're unified or feel comfortable in every single way in the country. And so I'm the kind of person I'm like for one day, if I can, I want to make people feel good. I want them to at least pretend. That's part of the reason I love pencil and paper games. Because, like, no matter what's going on outside, once you're in your space and you're, like, a vampire, yeah. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. And so for this night, I want people to have high hair. I want their blush, like, up to their, like, mm -hmm. skull. I want, like, pencil-thin mustaches, mm -hmm. shoulder pads galore. I want some if someone does, if no one's wearing a Frankie Says Relax shirt, I'm going to, like, murder okay. someone. I need someone to wear a Frankie Says Relax. Um, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, yo, D, you and me will roll in there. 
in uh in uh in, in some Chicago Bears uniforms. Bears, don't bears, don't bears, don't bears, don't bears, don't bears. Is there an A's actor or A's band that really defines the Super Bowl period? Oh my! So actually, the song that I've been going through my head, like there's two songs in particular. So one is very much reminiscent of my mom is um how um I want to dance with somebody by Whitney mm-hmm. Houston. Sure. Oh, I want to dance song. with somebody. Thank you, P. Uh, I want to feel the heat with somebody. Oh my god, your falsetto is terrifying. Yes. It is actually. <laughs> He'll do that all night by the way. That's fine. You know, I accept I, I love that song and I've worked on this for a long time. <laughs> Maybe that's why she picked it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I was I I was in on it. It's fine. Mm. But like I just love that song because there's very few people I've met. Like I have a lot of metalhead friends. Mm. I have a lot of like folk song friends. That is one of the few songs where I've yet to meet anyone who's like I completely hate this right. song. I never Nobody want to hear this song ever. Every now and that song. Uh, I have a disco playlist, and that's in that playlist. Oh, oh. I have been boom. If I was to define the '80s in music, it would probably be like the Thompson Twins or something like that. Oh wow! wow. Like, Call me now or something like that would like really yeah. come on. You know what I mean? Legit. Anything like those uh, high school teen movies would come on like that, and they would have that song on. Right, that we had a different experience, yo, D. If I threw out, bi- if I threw out Busy B, you got my back. Bro, you know, list it down, and I'll be like, check, check, all right, all check, right. check. My man, Kumo cool D. Check. Cool I've got a long history of L-O-Q-J. me backing up Kumo cool D check. on this show. Yeah. <laughs> it was the one I threw off for the longest time. It's like, dude, who suffered the greatest injustice. Yeah. I, <laughs> historically, the greatest injustice. The first victim of... Prospectively, mm-hmm. yeah, Hello Kuja, yeah, and, 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 right, right. Victim of and then L- and then like a couple months, a couple months ago, like this year, I saw a, um one of those unsung documentaries on TV One, oh god, on Cool Mo D, and found out no, this dude had a solid career outside of hip hop. Hello mm-hmm. Kuja didn't do nothing to him. That was just like that was just like a Thursday for oh, him, wow. and then he went to this TV show. But he was just such a hole himself <laughs> that that every, every everything awesome. he did was like he was like he was like Puffy without the talent to back him up. Yeah, yeah, you know, and when I when That's I say that, I mean I mean like all all like you know attitude and ego. Okay, let's say like none of like the big none of like the big daddy, you know, uh, <laughs> not the big none of like the uh, the, uh, the 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 biggie or um, Jermaine Dupree or the uh, yeah mm. or, or the uh, the Faith Evans. Oh to, yeah, to, you that know, was a to, good you know, time for him. Faith Evans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was cool, Mo D. Yeah, with shades, mm. <laughs> with, shade, with, shade, with shades, with shades, with shades. Very right, sorry, I, that, that was a deep tangent. That I apologize. Was wonderful. That was awesome. Though. I appreciated that. All and you right, see, cool. but are. you're showing exactly what I love about the '80s yeah. because, because Wild, Wild even West. like I am luckily, it was born towards the end because they wanted to bring in a new era with this coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you trying to say you next year's model? Oh no, God's no! Right. Oh, I don't even know if I'm last year's model. I'm just a model. I don't know what's going on. Um, no, that but, was another '80s reference. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no. I, I just said I, I, I the last year of the '80s is like I was born shortly after the Berlin Wall fall down because they were like, nope, she's coming. We gotta tear everything down. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and actually, do I've been to Germany too? So I, I just picture like, you like uh, in Austin Powers when they're showing the videos of like what he's missed. He's like, I never knew Liberace was gay. <laughs> The chicks digged him. I didn't see that coming, baby. <laughs> I always love that <laughs> hindsight. I'm like, how did you not? See it's that? so good. Yeah. 
but the thing is anytime we talk about the 80s and mostly with music or fashion it's hard not to feel bonded with people even if you weren't around the whole 80s like the thing is people forget that people a lot of people know 80s songs nowadays right a lot of modern singers are cutting music from the 80s well, i think the past is really just <clears throat> exists in our mind as a source of embarrassment for most people definitely you know but, what i mean because like everybody who moves on mm-hmm. with no matter what it is it's just like what you were doing fashion wise how you were thinking mm-hmm. how you treated people everything like that you've hopefully developed or you've moved on either way you know what i mean so it's just like it's always a source of like ah god that's how i was then. But the thing you know is I mean? though the one thing i want with the 80s show is that we are embracing the cringe Right. Like if you like, we want everyone to cringe and then just be happy with it. Like, sure, yeah. and the masochism of the cringe is right. pretty much what we want because I think I, the style is so cringeworthy. It is and it's so, so cringeworthy. Fun. Oh, Thank right. you. Man, there we go. The, the fun, both of y'all. I got kangles at home. I still mm. wear on a regular basis. It I, shapes. It's weird right. colors. Yep. It's a combination of all of it. it your is your shoulder pads should be up to your ears. Yes. Your hair should be touching the ceiling. What you know yes. about some Z Cavaricci? Mm. I know nothing about Z <laughs> yeah, that's, that's those jeans that you had to like strap at the ankle. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Gotta love that's the, the 80s, thing. Man. Like, it also, too, there's so many thrift stores too. So, part of the reason I wanted this show to be something that everyone can access. The tickets are only ten dollars. It is a tipping show, so feel free to bring some singles. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's in, in Midway Cafe is a very accessible place in Jamaica Plains. Mm-hmm. It's right off Green Tree on the Orange Line. Mm-hmm. Um, and the eighties is also very accessible. It's hard to go to a thrift store and not find something from the eighties. In all honesty, I think it's all eighties actually. Yeah, yeah, it's like mostly eighties. Yeah. So it's something that you can easily find something. Also, too, this for me, it's been a great way to connect with my mom. Um, because she is still in the 80s in a lot of ways and I remember we were like going through her closet and like she's been to Prince concerts and like she had like the shirt with like that was tied and had like ribbons at the bottom I was like what what is this and she's like oh that's why I wore the Prince concert I'm like what wait she saw Prince yes yeah and I was just like, she's like, this is the concert I lost my press on nails. And I'm like, <laughs> and virginity. She remembers <laughs> it Oh, no, she lost at a different concert. Oh, <laughs> okay, some stories I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> do that to my mom. mom. She's probably that was a poison to. concert, and I don't want to relive it. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Sorry, mom. So, where you. is this uh, the show you got? This show is at Midway Cafe. Uh, was it 43? Midway Cafe is at 3. Three thirty-four ninety-six Washington Street in Jamaica Plains. Um, it's a. There's also going to be a costume contest. I have three oh, fabulous shit. prizes that I'm going to announce for the first time on All your right, show. So if I go, uh, so if me and Adam roll up in there, yes, I'm in uh, the um, I'm in the uh, red and black striped uh, Michael Jackson Thriller oh, suit. Oh God, yes. And he's in the black and red striped um, knockoff thriller suit from Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, <laughs> we roll in there together. Can we get like a tandem one-two combo? Yes, it has yes. to be. Yes. Yeah, yes, right. that's fine. So the way the concert's gonna work, we'll there's have, gonna have Johnny there laughing like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there's three prizes. Third place, is, and this is the first time it's going to be announced. I haven't even announced it on Facebook yet. Uh, so, okay. oh, word. yes, you guys get exclusive. Nice. So, third place, I have a music song book of all the chart toppers from the '80s with lyrics and guitar chords, mm-hmm. so that you can not only learn the words, you can learn to play the song. So that's third place prize. Second place, I have a nostalgia candy box from the '80s. So it's all candies that were created in the '80s, which a lot of them are actually from still the around. 80s, so you die. <laughs> well, that's for the millennials. All we all right, want to die on the inside. Right, right. Um, wait, wait. Can you can you can you can you give us one? What a, a candy? Can, a candy? Possibly. Well, I also no, got I, a '60s I mean, box too no, from I mean, my mom, I mean, like, so I, mean, like I can get. Now. You're like oh, a- I know. Like uh, Zap 
is in the box. So. I never had Zap. Yeah. So you exactly. can come in and you win second place. All right. You can get some zaps. Shoot for second. Pat. All right. <laughs> um, first place. <laughs> oh, which McCall? It's uh. which First place is two free tickets to Psych Show, which is happening the following night in Harvard Square. Nice segue. Okay. Yes. So. Psych, A Lived Journey, um, is a burlesque storytelling and circus show that's going to be held at Oberon on 2 Hour Street in Cambridge, Mass. It's going to be July 29th. You can get tickets at Oberon.com. Um, there's also a Facebook event for both these shows, so feel free to look on Facebook. Um, this show, it, as opposed to the 80s show the night previous, this one's a very serious topic. Um, a lot of people, for some reason, assume people in the mental health field or artists in the burlesque scene don't really have mental health issues and i'm just like that's that's a that's really really opposite um i've studied psychology for years i'm in the mental health field i have my own diagnoses and one thing i've noticed being in the field and now joining the burlesque community is that there's been a separation like we'll talk about stuff behind stage but a lot of people in the audience like think we're happy go lucky and like everything's fine well that's the image that people like naturally uh, uh like project on yeah definitely well, i think the image has existed for years and people like like if they're performing or they're in the spotlight like why are they unhappy mm-hmm. you know they're doing something they want to do they're doing something that makes them happy it's like why are they unhappy like why is that a thing you know what yeah. i mean when we see people like like say Anthony Bourdain oh, or anybody yeah. famous like that, like uh, do these things, you know what I mean? It's like or like Philip Seymour Hoffman, whose birthday's mm-hmm. today, like kill themselves with like drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. and things like that. It's like, why are they unhappy? It's like this exists. Mm-hmm. This is a real thing. Very much. So. This is like a, 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 this inflicts every single walk of life, Definitely. and so this is only being really brought to light in, in the last few years because we've seen this stuff. But it's 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 a serious thing. Yeah, it very much absolutely. Is. And the th- way I'm doing the show is pretty much we're going to go through the history of psychology in some ways. So we're going to start off with past diagnoses that are no longer valid, like hysteria, which is one of my favorites, um, and drapetomania. Does anyone want to give a guess to Drapetomania? Drapetomania. Drapetomania. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess a fear of upholstery. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Anyone? Any other guesses? Nothing. Nah, I'm, uh, I don't know. <laughs> fear of leaky faucets. Fear of answering wrong and would rather you answer, I think, <laughs> is uh, how I'm going to go. So Drapetomania, um, which is actually going to be performed by the wonderful Jolie Lovie, who was the producer of the United Colors of Burlesque show last night. Um, it was a diagnosis given by a medical doctor um, during slavery times to slaves who wanted freedom. Wow. They were seen at he was mentally ill? Yes. He oh, believed the heck kinda He believed that they were mentally ill because why would anyone want to escape having a roof over their head, work and food? Yeah, who, wow. is, who, who wants like the kind of the like phrenology that existed then too? It's yeah. just like look at slaves' brains between like a white man's brain. Yeah. Like look, at, their heads are shaped different. Like that's mm-hmm. like that's. And it's I don't know. Something must be so completely wrong with them. false. Yeah, yeah. They also, I mean, they also science, sold snake oil. Science existed <laughs> like that, by the way. Yeah. yeah, and it's been debunked so many times. 100%. But the thing is, I'm the kind of person, especially being in the psychology field, that I refuse to forget the horrible things we've done in the past because i feel like the one moment the day we forget that is the day we'll repeat it 
Right. And yeah. so I'm starting off like it's good. And honestly, it's going to be sad. I am going to buy extra tissues for everyone. Um, <laughs> because we're going to start off with like the past and like the different diagnoses that you were given for being female for being black like and i really wanted someone to do homosexuality but no one did homosexual because it was a disorder until the 80s oh wow yeah pretty much anything abnormal Mm -hmm. was treated as a mental disorder and those people either got experimented on or mistreated in a very severe way probably more worse than inmates at a prison of some sort Mm -hmm. it's it's horrendous like yeah yeah. and there's countries now where homosexuality is illegal like we're currently getting an influx of russian um, immigrants because it's illegal to be gay in russia so that's the thing that people are forgetting is that even though some of these what we consider psychological disorders in the past are no longer happening here in America, but there's plenty of places that are still holding on to these beliefs that we actually in a lot of ways forced on them. Right. Like we told them that this is how it is, but they, we didn't give them the memo. Oh, we don't believe that anymore. Right. And so we're covering that. We're covering OCD. Um and alcohol addiction is also going to be covered. Um, so the way I'm doing, because I'm emceeing both shows, but the psych show, I really want people to learn and I want people to feel. So this is this is not a tipping show, but this is definitely a show where you like you need to get your tickets and <laughs> you definitely should have a drink or two um, because there's going to be a lot of feelings. And it's really one because all of the performers either have the diagnosis that they're performing or at the time period the diagnosis was around would have been given that diagnosis so a lot of these performers i am extremely extremely honored that this cast has agreed and made acts for this because they're putting a lot of themselves out into this show they are showing people like this is something i live with and it's both empowering because there's so many miss there's so much misinformation about depression anxiety and so they're able to show people like this is my life this is how it is for me but at the same time when you tell someone something like that other people can see it as a flaw or treat you differently and that's something i really want to show is that these same performers you were hooting hollering because like they were doing splits and like they were jumping through hoops like two nights ago are also the same people who deal with anxiety who deal with self-esteem issues who deal with bipolar like they're the same people and just because you know this new information does not mean you should treat them any less right and, and it honestly it reminds me uh claude landsman uh passed away a few years ago and uh not a few months ago and he directed shoah which is one of the greatest documentaries of all time and that's about like the you know the annihilation of all the jewish people and everything like that so he it's like there's not going to be enough people around soon enough to tell the story agreed yep it's like we need to tell it now mm-hmm. completely agree and so you need to tell these stories definitely that's that's the message so so where can folks go to hear you tell these stories so they can go to www.oberon.com um, or the repertoire theater um, website there's actually both it depends what you're looking for that one's a longer one the yes. american repertory theater.com yes, yes. Um, to find tickets um, there's also a discount code the code is mind and body m-i-n-d-a-n-d-b-o-d-y um, for five dollars off all tickets nice. um so do not worry like because some of the tickets i know are like 35 dollars off bring it down um really more than anything we want people in the seats we want people to hear these stories to see 
the hard work that these performers have put in that they're trusting people honestly with a side of themselves that many of them have never shown anyone before and so definitely look us up you can find us on facebook also feel free to look for me daphne dumore um feel free to message me if you have any questions about either show i have no problem talking to people about it all right awesome all right so the shows are uh january 28th yep and 29th yes back to back yep because you are a crazy person i'm Mm -hmm. masochist let's Mm -hmm. just be honest all right well sleep is for the week but let's just and and for high school students because it doesn't happen after that (laughs) (laughs) all right so the shows are right here in boston mass at midway cafe in jp and at oberon club in cambridge uh check those out want to thank daphne dumore for joining us it's been my pleasure Mm. honor having you all right 